Hello, everyone, and welcome to Interactions and Attractions, a podcast that explores rural tourism and all that North Carolina has to offer. I'm your host, Carol Klein, part of the Uplift program and a tourism professor at Appalachian State University. And I am so excited to embark on this adventure with all of our listeners and special guests. In this podcast, we'll be exploring the ins and outs of the tourism industry through conversations with some of the brightest minds in the industry. From seasoned tourism experts to inspiring community leaders and valuable state partners, we'll hear their stories, insights, and passions for the destinations that they hold dear. Come along with us to discover how tourism can aid the local economy, preserve ecosystems, and celebrate the diversity of our cultures. Hi, we are here today with Liz Parham. Liz is the director of the North Carolina Main Street and Rural Planning Center at the North Carolina Department of Commerce. Welcome, Liz. Thanks so much for being, for asking me to be here. Yeah, we're excited. You and I have got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, let's start, though, by covering your background and your experience working in rural communities. So first question, what is your experience in rural communities and what do you do in your current role as director of the North Carolina Main Street and Rural Planning Center? Yes, yeah, so I have worked with rural communities for about 36 years now um, as a local Main Street director. I worked in five different communities uh, for about 21 years, uh, mostly rural North Carolina, a little bit in South Carolina. And then uh, now in my current role, I've been the director of the North Carolina Main Street Rural Planning Center. I've been here at Commerce for about 15 years, and I work in communities all over the state of all sizes all over the state, working on rural economic development and downtown revitalization. Cool, and you know, what you do is like so much more than what you just described. I mean, that was a, a, a lovely summary, but I've seen you in action and you are going in lots of different directions, managing uh, lots of different projects and lots of different communities. And you have, um, this, this cadre, right, this army of planners that uh, you get to work with, uh, who, who also work with rural communities all over the state. Absolutely. We have uh, 17 staff members yeah. on our team that work either on the Main Street side or the rural planning side or on the grants side. And we work with communities on strategic economic development planning initiatives, on special projects, whether it's to rehab a building or try and recruit a grocery store or a farmer's market, we work with uh, grant projects that they, we are funding grants uh, for them to implement various projects across the state. So yeah, it's a wide, wide scope um, all over the place. And that's what makes it so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're working on some trail projects right now. We're working on uh, an initiative that we call the Main to Main Trail that connects Main Street communities uh, to Main Street communities across the state. Um, again, we're working on some rehab projects with communities to rehab uh, buildings in downtowns. Uh, we're doing a lot of training on how to recruit new businesses. So a little bit of everything. Okay, so for I'm going a little off script here, Liz. 
for for those of uh, of our listeners who are not familiar with the Main Street program, can you break that down and tell us more about what that is? Because then you mentioned Main to Main, and I think we should cover Main Street first. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. The Main Street program is a downtown revitalization uh, economic development initiative that was created initially by the National Trust for Historic Preservation in the late 70s. In 1980, North Carolina applied to the trust to be to participate in the program, and that's when the North Carolina Main Street Center was created. We initially selected five communities to participate in the program back in 1980. Today, we have 81 towns that are participating in one of our three downtown revitalization Main Street programs. But it is basically a a program that's led at the national level by the National Main Street Center. We lead the effort here at the state at Commerce. And then uh, local communities have a, a Main Street director and a board of directors and committees that are leading the efforts at the local level. They're all working across the same program, which is downtown revitalization. But the way we get there is to uh, make sure that we're using our uh, most important assets, which are our downtown buildings. We're creating new economic development strategies, and then we're implementing what we call the four points of Main Street, which encompasses design, economic vitality, promotion, and organization to implement those strategies, to move those communities forward. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why Main Street Program works so well, not only in North Carolina, but across the U.S., Those four, that four-point approach. Can you say those again? Yeah, absolutely. Economic vitality, when what that means is finding new opportunities, new uses for downtown buildings, for, for the downtown infrastructure, Design is improving everything in the physical realm. So it's not just streetscape and building rehabs. It's public art. It's pocket parks. It's wayfinding signage. Um, The promotion aspect is promoting your unique assets. So we work on not only just special events, which is what everybody thinks about, but also image building campaigns, branding campaigns, um, and then retail retail, uh, promotions, retail, uh, you know, events that get people in the the businesses get those cash registers ringing and then the organization point is pulling together the human resources and the financial resources so there's a board of directors there's committees there's volunteers um, there's a a series of tasks there's a planning component to it and then also finding the money to implement those projects so i mean obviously everything you just named is I mean, you can't even say it has a strong relationship with rural tourism development because they're they're sort of the same thing. If the the residents get to enjoy the benefits of a bustling and vital downtown, but so do any visitors who come. Yeah, absolutely. And if you really think about again, our program's been in place for forty three years, and if you think about the communities that so many people like to go to in North Carolina, Hendersonville, Brevard, uh, New Bern in the east, uh, they're, they're, they're Main Street cities. They've been implementing the Main Street model for decades. And because of that, they have built strong downtowns that people like to go go to and enjoy. Okay, very cool. So let's step back a sec. Um, you were telling us um, some of your personal history, your professional history, um, and, and where you got started. 
Um, were there any key interactions that led you to your work that you do today? Yeah, uh, I actually started out as an interior design uh, major wow. in college with a focus on historic preservation. And one of my early professors was Joe Ramsey Lehmanstahl. And Joe was initially the original architect for the North Carolina Main Street program. So when she got to, to the university system, she would give us downtown buildings to design. <laughs> and so that's how I kind of got hooked into to Main Street. I was already interested in historic preservation. Main Street um, ha had a much better career path in my mind. Uh, so, I, you know, I got into downtown revitalization, became the director of a program called the Old Greensboro Preservation uh, Society in my last year in college. I was a senior in, in college and the director of that program. And that led into Main Street jobs and then uh, Main Street jobs and Main Street jobs and then <laughs> and then here at the state That's level. That's amazing. I love that. I love hearing how people get into their current career because never, ever, ever within our field, I think, is it planned um it's it's it, definitely we, not we're, yeah. we're fortunate to have so many cool people wanting to uh work in rural communities or work in urban communities and make north carolina communities uh great places to live and work and play um it's i, I think it really is those interactions that um bump us along in in our career where we learn from other people and we all work together well, and I think too, uh, you know, you got to remember in Main Street, there is no direct path. <laughs> you can't go to college to, to really become a Main mm. Street director. So the Main Street directors across the state have, some of them do have economic backgrounds or public administration backgrounds, but a lot of them have marketing backgrounds, design backgrounds, communication backgrounds. It's a wide, wide variety of uh, educational experiences that kind of get plucked into becoming a Main Street director. So it, there is not yeah, one Yeah, and it's path. all relevant. <laughs> all those fields you named are, are so relevant because of the, the broad array of activities that lead to that downtown um, vitality. Well, I'm going to, my personal goal then is to try to get a tourism grad from App State in a Main Street director position. That, that's going to be my I love that. I love that. That that sounds like a good plan to me. And we probably do have a few that, in fact, I know we do. We have a few that have come up through um, tourism programs. So I'm assuming they have tourism backgrounds and then have become Main Street directors. There's one in Reedsville right now that was a tourism director for nice. many years. Nice. Well, so um, so we, we know that rural communities face a lot of challenges. Um, how would you say the Main Street program, you know, or, or the planning center uh, under your purview uh, support communities who are facing the challenges? Well, you're right. A lot of communities do have challenges and a lot of those, those challenges kind of fall into buckets around uh, workforce housing, job creation, finding money to implement projects. But, you know, it all starts with really identifying what your unique assets are. And that's what my team does so well, is we work with communities to really dig in deep and say, okay, 
let's look at your assets. And a lot of times I think, I don't think rural communities can necessarily see their own assets. They need somebody kind of facilitating that conversation with them. But we, we dig in deep to identify what is really unique about each community. And, you know, in North Carolina, we, we automatically think about the mountains and the coast. Sure. But the rivers and the, the lakes and the buildings and the particular food, um, experiences that we all have the dance the music and the list goes on and on and on and on and on and again working with communities to identify those assets to look at the market potential and then look at their existing resources like their buildings and identify where they can put new opportunities so um, we're doing housing initiatives one of our grant projects right now is uh, to do teacher housing. They have a teacher, they, they have a shortage for teacher housing. They're putting uh, teacher housing in one of their downtown buildings that the county owns. There's another project in the East that's again, very similar to that. It's uh, being designed for, for housing opportunities. So again, using uh, the downtown buildings for, for housing opportunities, the Main Street program and the rural planning side works with communities to create jobs. Uh, again, finding those new opportunities. We do market analysis work to identify those new opportunities. So again, creating those opportunities that new businesses can open up, get that job creation going. We have a funding guide that helps communities identify funding opportunities. It's not just federal and state grants, it's corporate grants, it's foundation grants. It's about 25 pages of nothing but grants that communities just like rural North Carolina communities have been able to apply for and get and implement projects across the wow. state. Wow. I mean, that that's, I don't know what to say. That's just so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's rewarding work and, and you all are doing so, so much. Um, Uplift is, is a new um, character on the scene um, back where we're celebrating a one year uh, anniversary of sorts in November. Um, but we're, we're, we're having fun uh, getting to know the, the needs of some of the, the rural communities. That sounded weird, having fun getting to know the needs. We're having fun getting to know all of the folks in the rural communities and understanding the needs. Um, uh, so, so, I mean, a, a natural question is, because um, we don't want to overlap. We don't want to overlap. We don't want to pull in different directions. We want to make sure we're all being good stewards of the resources we have. Um, how do you see the Main Street program and Uplift partnering um, efficiently and productively? Well, I th you know, I think that's a great question. And I think there's lots of opportunities to partner and be efficient. I think what's really important about the Uplift program is that it's looking at not just a single community within a county, but it's looking at regions. And, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that we've tried to get our Main Street communities to really recognize is your neighbor is one of your best assets. And how are you working with those neighboring Main Street directors, those neighboring tourism directors, those neighboring economic development directors? Because what we know in North Carolina and probably everywhere in the country is when a visitor comes to your community, they're not just coming to your community, they're going to a region. So they're going to experience everything that they can in that region. So the stronger, you know, Oxford is to Roxburgh to Henderson to whatever that 
they're all lifting each other up. And that's really what Main Street's designed to do is to lift up an individual community within a county and Uplift's designed to lift up the region. So I think that they go hand in hand. And I think it's a really important partnership that we can we can help each other. Yeah, and I guess, you know, the the first way for any partnership to thrive is just the keep up that communication, um, you know, at, at right. the state level, at the regional level, at the local level, but just to make sure, you know, we all are aware of the different components. And so we're thrilled whenever um, any of our partners um, are uh, subscribed to our email list because we we try to do a good job putting out a monthly newsletter talking about uh, things that are coming up. We're thrilled when we find out about grant opportunities that say are passed along from you uh, or one of the Main Street partners, right. and then we're able to help promote that and advertise that. Um, so I. And we do the same thing when we, when we see your newsletter come out and you've got new grant opportunities that we don't have on our list, we're sending that out and spreading that out through the Main Street communities as well. Well, and I guess, so. you know, we, we can we can also mention that um, we're cooking up a, a, a webinar together um, right. to address a, a very yeah. important issue, a common issue. And that is uh, absentee landowners in downtown areas. Yeah. And that's a, you know, that's a challenge for so many communities. You know, somebody inherited a piece of property and they live in California or Colorado and, uh, you know, it, but it was, it was grandma's building or grandpa's building and they don't want to get rid of it. So how do you, how do you work with those individuals? How do you, how do you help them to move their property forward in a way that uh, again, has full occupancy, full use, full rehab, and can get new businesses and, and house new businesses uh, in those buildings. So that's a challenge that so many of our rural communities have, but we have some strategies. To yeah, I'm excited to learn learn more as, as we um, plan that webinar. They'll be coming out in the new year uh, in 2024 and, um, and certainly learn from the, the speakers that'll be there. Um, we don't have a date announced for that yet, but it will be um, right in the, in the first part of the year in January. Absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be a great webinar. Um, okay, well, um, let's see. It, this the name of this podcast is Interactions and Attractions. So I feel like I should feel like I should ask the 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 closing question, Liz. Um, what is your favorite attraction in the state? Oh, now you know I can't just I don't just have one. Yeah, you you have to. <laughs> you have to. You know there. There are truly so many great attractions in this state. I am both a mountain and a beach person, uh, but I'm also a kayaker. I love going to the lakes or the rivers to, to kayak. Um, I love experiencing new things. So I am, I am always trying to find something that I haven't seen before. And that's a challenge for me because I've been all over this state. So I've seen a lot, but um I really don't have just one. So I'm going to bail on that question. No, yeah, that was very eloquent, but that was a non-answer. <laughs> well, you know me, I'm not going to give an answer to that question, but. <laughs> all right. Tell you what, tell you what, I, see, this is a bad precedent because now all the, the, the folks who come on afterwards, who've heard you t talk are going to, you know, know that I, when we get to this question, I'm like really soft. Okay. <laughs> Um, not, not cool, Liz. 
Um, what? All right, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you slide if you tell us what the main domain uh, program is. Yeah, absolutely. The main domain trail is something that honestly it has been on my um, on my on my list of to do things for probably 20 years now. And uh, when I worked at the local level, uh, we would the, the I was working in Lexington, North Carolina, and the communities that were on that eight, uh, I-85 corridor would kind of work together to promote each other. And, you know, we, we really wanted to do more of that. So when I got to the state, we came up with this concept that we call the Main the Main Trail, and it, it puts all of the Main Street communities, there's 72 from Murphy to Manio, puts them in regions, in the eight prosperity zone regions around the state, and then connects them on a map so that if you're starting in one community, what would be the next community that you would go to? And we've been working with the communities to identify uh, or to develop, I should say, itineraries for one day, two day visits. What would you do in this community? Where would you stay? What would you eat? What would the food or the music or the dance that you would experience be? Maybe you get out on a trail, you go kayaking, you go hiking, skiing, uh, mountain biking, whatever the activity is really for that region. And then you come back into downtown for dinner. Uh, hopefully you're staying in downtown. Not all of our downtowns have lodging, but hopefully uh, that's a growing component, certainly with Airbnbs and VRBOs. Um, you have dinner there, you experience some nightlife in downtown. So it's a combination of the downtown experience and the outdoor natural recreation and the cultural amenities that are in a community. And that this, com- this state is rich with those experiences. Um, and again, it fits right back into the tourism components. It's not just for the, the visitor. It is also for the locals because so often locals don't really know what's in their, their downtown anymore, what's in their community that's really special. Um, so it connects the communities by regions and then it connects the communities across the state. They're all designated North Carolina Main Street communities. You have to be in the Main Street program to be on the main to main trail. We have the signs up in the visitor centers. We have a map online. It's maintomain.com is the website for that. Uh, and so any any region that you're going to, we've got main street cities to explore and to to get to know. Yeah, and and that fits so well with that um, regional approach that you mentioned uplift has um thank you for mentioning that and um it's it is it's absolutely it's absolutely the way to to approach these things uh it's very very exciting thank you for elaborating more on that i think it's um it's really good that people know that that is uh in existence and underway and growing and evolving because then uh they will know that they could uh support these efforts in in many ways, no matter where they are. Absolutely. I will say too, it fits in really nicely with the year of the trail, which of course is 2023. Year of the trail is a little bit more of the physical trails uh, across the state, getting out and experiencing nature. But again, with the cultural trails, the virtual trails, the downtown trails, 
that all is uh, part of the amenities that someone really enjoys when they're out on the trails. Yeah, Palmer is going to be on interactions and attractions a little bit later, and um, and I hope to explore how the year the trail 2023 is only going to be a jumping off point for celebrating all of the different types of trails, tangible, intangible, that we have uh, in our state. Absolutely. So Liz, you live around the Hillsborough area, is that right? I do, yeah. Okay, so what's uh, what's your favorite attraction uh, around the Hillsborough area? <laughs> you're, you're just trying to, to nail me, aren't you? I mean, you know? I need a reputation <laughs> as a hard-nosed, hard-hitting investigative reporter. <laughs> you know, I love the Riverwalk. We get out on the Riverwalk uh, trail quite a bit. Um, we kayak around in this area quite a bit. Uh, as well. Um, we spent a lot of time down at Weaver Street drinking coffee and getting breakfast and things like that. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of attractions around here to to really enjoy. Amazing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much, Liz Parham. Thank you for being on Interactions and Attractions. Um, look forward to seeing you around at different events in local areas. Uh, and um, thank you again for being part of the show. Yeah. Thanks so much. It was great to be here. That's all we have today on Interactions and Attractions. Thank you all for joining us. Stay tuned every Monday and Friday for new releases and be sure to stay updated on what Uplift is doing through our social media. The Uplift program is funded under award 04790789 from the Economic Development Administration, U.S. Department of Commerce. The conversations, insights, and recommendations are those of the podcast production team and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Economic Development Administration or the U.S. Department of Commerce.